Dude, uh, let me tell you guys, I am so I've called I've both I've annoyed both of you all multiple times this week just to call and tell you how excited I am about you all getting down to Charleston because we had a great Charleston weekend. We were on the boat, we were downtown, we were out to eat and just being like, Oh man, you guys coming down mm-hmm. here and experiencing the city, stuffing your faces with good southern food, taking you to the River Dogs game, which is my the Yankees minor league team. We're and the so odd thing about all of this is the first time all three of us have ever hung out together. It is. I mean, we've all hung out together. It's just this is the first Separately. time the Amigos are all yeah. going to be who um, who, who in thought? one spot. Yeah. In the same place, same time. <laughs> yeah. Which is, is if when people hear that, they're going to go, what? We have spent, I've spent mm-hmm. more time with you two in the past year mm-hmm. than I've spent with anyone else. It's just <laughs> been through a computer screen. That's right. You guys are my online boyfriends. Oh, stop it. With that note, hey guys, let's Perfect. get this episode started in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason and this is a show that's a little bit about us and us meeting my good buddies Mike and Justin and a lot about Disney and tonight is going to be a fantastic show. Today is 8-7-2018 and we are going to light you guys up with some imagination, imagineering and I hope you guys like it. But first of all, without further ado, my two brothers from another mother's, Justin, Mike, both you guys, how you doing? Doing good, buddy. Good, Doing good. Good to see you. Good to see both your smiling faces this week. Uh, like we were talking about earlier, I'm excited to actually have you here in person and uh, be able to spend some quality time with you guys and talk uh, talk Disney, but only that, just have a good time here in Charleston for, uh, for a couple days. Yeah, that's one stress reliever I could definitely use. You know, work's been nuts and it's been crazy around here and I can't wait to hang out with you guys, chill out a little bit, no responsibilities, kind of, you know, relive my youth and just have no... Uh, you know, no kind of uh, place to be, no responsibilities, just completely relax. I'm so looking forward to it. The pictures. Wow, is Charleston a beautiful little town? So I, I, I'm really, really excited to get down there and explore it. It's completely not Disney-related except for the fact that the Disney Dads hosts are going to be down there bringing a little bit of Disney love down there. But, Justin, I'm, uh, I think I'm more excited... Um, uh, let me rephrase that. I, I'm super excited that, first of all, you invited us down there. And because you've been talking about this town, this this city, and I say town because it, I almost got a town feeling. I don't even really get a city feeling. Okay, it's a small city. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a small town feel in a. I'm not gonna say bigger city. Mike lives right outside of Manhattan, but um, you know it's a decent sized area. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Charleston is it's just steeped in history, in uh, American history, and just the history of this country. Uh, but not only that, the people are so friendly. And look, there's a reason that we are always on the top of the list for vacation destinations in the United States. You know, whenever you look at like travel and leisure, we were the only American city that made the list of the top 20 this year. And, uh, and also I don't want to throw this in there, you know, to brag or anything, but Katie and I moved here in 2009 
And in 2010, we started taking over the uh, America's best looking city. So I don't want to say I pushed this over the top, but I mean, the numbers are there. So, so Mike, you know. you've been pretty busy lately, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I'm going to say two words and then we need to move on. Fake news. <laughs> You know how many times we've heard that story? I haven't seen the facts, though. I just keep hearing this, but I don't know about that. <laughs> Justin's going to start posting. He's going to inundate us with emails on, exactly. uh, on that. But, you know, I'm, listen, honestly, I'm real excited, Justin. And uh, you're right. It's, um, it is, it's a beautiful city all the way around. So, yeah, guys, I'm excited. And, and our first live show together. And the next one we're going to uh, do that is going to be on the cruise. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it. Anyways, Mike. How are you, buddy? It's uh, take take the take us to where we need to go. Yeah, man. You know, like we were saying, we're very excited about getting down to you know Charleston. But I'm excited for tonight's episode because you know there's one thing that I do. Listen, I travel a lot. I'm always daydreaming. You know, I have time to kill here and there. You know, kind of kind of get the things that rent space in my head out of my head. And one of the things that I like to daydream about, and that's Disney, and I'm sure a lot of us do, you know, whether it be listening to a podcast and you know whether it's one of ours or one of our good friends, but. I like to put myself into different positions and different things where I can think about uh, my happy place. And one of the things that we're going to do tonight is a little bit of Imagineering. And Justin, Jason, and I are going to pick a park, and we're going to design our own ride from scratch for that park. So I know what I'm going to pick tonight. I'm excited to hear what these guys are going to pick. And uh, I probably have the best ride out of all three, but, you know, we'll let you guys be the judge of that. So I'm excited to hear what Jason's ride's going to be because I know well, he's a very imagineering kind of guy. I am. He's always hitting I us am. with ideas. So I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm going to let you go first. You, you have Let's, the stage first, my friend. Okay. Um, mine's real simple. And, like, like I'm not going to get into too much detail tonight. And um, so I want you guys to picture this, okay? You walk into this this big area. And uh, this is going to be a ride based on, like, uh, old movies. And I'm going to call it the Great Movie Ride. So you, you <laughs> sit down, and, and you have this, and it's going to have, like, Casablanca and, like, aliens. You can have an alien come down to the ceiling from the movie Aliens. And um, that, that would be the perfect ride. And if it ever was, it should it should last forever. Anyways, Honestly, I don't think it's going to fare too well. <laughs> all jokes aside, um, I'm going to go over to Magic Kingdom. And here's here's where I'm going to go with this. I want to create a ride over by in Fantasyland, and I want to, I want to give Tinkerbell some love because uh, to me she's the most un, underrated character in Disney. She gets little secondary parts, but she never gets that full-on love that she deserves. And uh, the ride itself is I'm going to kind of not mirror Peter Pan, but I'm going to kind of go with the same ride flow. And I just want to uh, take you through a couple different scenes, uh, more especially um, shrinking us down, getting us onto the ride. Do you remember when you used to do the meet and greets where you would actually walk through and the grass would get big and you mm-hmm. would actually kind yeah, of yeah, just yeah. shrink you down? You know, kind of that where it kind of puts you into the ride. Um, I do want to – the only thing I would want is um, I, want to, I want to pay attention to detail in the ceilings because a lot of these rides, they forget the ceilings. You know, you walk into a warehouse, you know. So I, I want that – I want the full effect, immersion effect. When you get on the ride itself, uh, I want to hit um, – you know, I want, to, I want to go past like Tink's window where you can actually see her inside, you know, her little house uh, doing her thing. And for the, uh, the winter overlay, uh, we're going to – Go ahead and do uh, Periwinkle, and we'll actually make a Christmas theme out of it. 
So convert it into a winter wonderland. We'll have the Christmas trees, maybe introduce uh, some Santa Claus action going up over the, you know, up in the distance. Uh, I don't know, you know, but my thing is, is I really want to give Tinkerbell some love. And that's the direction I went, guys. Nice. Yeah, I love Tinkerbell, man. I like that you can do the meet and greet in the front of the park. I love, of course, who doesn't love Tinkerbell flying, you know, during Happily Ever After and and R.I.P. Wishes. But, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, definitely. And that's that would be a great way for them to move that uh, meet and greet to that location, too. Mm-hmm. Like, move it back there, have that whole area set up for that, and uh, be able to meet. I know you used to be able to meet all the uh, all the different fairies, and, I, man, Riley would love that, to be able to see all those different fairies. I like the idea of an overlay. You know, I feel like uh, Magic Kingdom and some of the other, you know, Disney World parks lose the overlays. They don't do that that often. And I understand it's because of the crowd size and they don't want to have downtime on the rides. But I think Disneyland gets some of the best overlays. You know, if you look at the history of some of them, you know, uh, between Space Mountain and between Jungle Cruise, uh, you know, Disney World kind of lacks in the overlays. And to have something where you could have a seasonal ride, you know, it's nice for people that tend to go to Disney a lot. You kind of get to see the same ride but in a different perspective. So I especially like your idea of the overlay. That's a, that's a pretty uh, interesting, you know, twist to put to it. Thank you. Thank you very much. My ride's still better, but that's all right. We'll see. Cupcake. <laughs> Justin, I'm waiting patiently, man. You want mine? Slap Am I next? Me. Slap me Am I ready to go? Yep. Here's the thing. So whenever I thought about this, and I thought for a while today, I was doing a bunch of stuff, and I kept thinking, man, like, what park do I feel like I would want to put a brand new attraction in? And I kept going back. You know, I kept thinking Hollywood Studios, and I think, you know what? Hollywood Studios is getting just inundated with Star Wars and with Toy Story, so I thought, no, I don't really want to go there. And then I thought, you know what, if I was going to put something new, and I know it just got Pandora, but I think I'm going to go to Animal Kingdom. And I'm thinking back to all the movies that Riley and I watch and Riley and I love, and one of those movies gets very little, little love in any of the parks. You see it a little bit in the Magic Kingdom, um, but that's it. And that is Zootopia. And I love the idea of having a Zootopia dark ride in Magic Kingdom. And think about the fact of being able... You don't have to do a whole land, but just an area to where you walk in and you are in Zootopia, that hustle bustle, you know, the whole big city feel. And uh, and you get on this dark ride. And of course, you are with Judy Hopp and Nick Wilde as the as you're speeding along this dark ride and you're trying to solve a crime that has happened there in Zootopia. And you've got all the great characters from, you know, Stu Hops, which, which is Judy's dad. And uh, and Flash, of course, you know, you pull up next to the DMV and uh, they're waiting to raise the or you pull up next to a uh, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, a toll, you know, and, and you got to pay the toll real fast. And it's like ching, and all of a sudden you look over and it's uh, Flash sitting there and he's like, go ahead. And just the bars raising so slow, you know, and then you speed off going through. Uh, so you got all those amazing characters as you're going through this dark ride. And it's not one of those dark rides where it's slow, but it's kind of both. You know, it'll stop for for a moment. You kind of take in the scene, and then maybe it whips you around a corner. You know, and you, you go through through the jungle, and you get to see all those different landscapes that you see in Zootopia, which I love. I think that's one of the most underrated movies of the last ten years, the, from the soundtrack um, with Shakira doing that song, and from all the characters. I absolutely love that. Riley loves that movie. And I really would love to see a Zootopia dark ride in Animal Kingdom. I think it fits perfect with the theming there, and I think that people would really, really enjoy that. I agree. I agree. 
Did they have? Would you say they had something in Magic Kingdom towards that? That kind of nods. So the only thing you right? well, no, the only thing you see is during the uh, parade, mm-hmm. you get to see Nick Wilde and Judy Hop. Okay, and that's it. So that's the only only thing you really get with those two, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, it makes sense to have them pr- like pr- make them prominent in Animal Kingdom. That, I mean, they fit there. It's perfect there. Like send that whole crew over there. Think about some of the meet and greets you could do. Like, think about being able to, even if they just did a meet and greet where you could go in and you could meet the, the mouse who's the mob boss, That'd you know, and you awesome. could say, hey, you know, you know that, it'd be amazing. That'd My be so cool. ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I think they're doing, like, Baby Groot, or, and they're doing, like, mm-hmm. um, they're doing uh, um, uh, uh, BB-8, you know, they did right. BB-8, and so you're getting all that, so, I mean... How awesome would it be to be able to go and to do that? We got that little guy. You got the other characters, and uh, I just think it'd be a really, really cool experience to see that over there. Well, I'm with sure. the tech, with the okay. oh, I'm sorry, Mike, um, oh with the technology okay. of like uh, the what is the turtle talk? Okay, yeah, or yeah. even with um, the Monsters Inc. Laugh floor. Yeah, man, you could have that comedian that actually is sitting there voicing that that little uh, animatronic, that little hey. Uh, yeah, you you coming to bother me? Actually, we got right. Mike do it. We got Mike do it. Mike could be the perfect voice. <laughs> no, no not me. Uh, and you got to think too, like if you're going into the queue, think of how well themed that queue could be to where, mm-hmm. you know, like say you don't put uh, Flash in in the attraction, but you put him like in the queue, and it's like, sorry about your wait. I wish things were faster. <laughs> Two, you know, it's like just that comedic, and then have that interaction. You know that we don't talk about uh, Universal a lot, but they have that interaction on some of their cues with people, and I think that's something that would be amazing uh, as you go through this queue. Did that movie not do so well in the box office? Is that why it's not getting a lot of play? You just don't think the popularity is there? You know, I don't know. I mean, I really liked it. We've watched it a ton of times. I think the storylines there. I think it's actually can be a little frightening for smaller mm-hmm. kids. Uh, some of those scenes can be a little bit, you know, scary. The rabbit uh, animals are yeah, the rabbit animals face. and all that yep. kind of stuff. But I still, Riley loves it. I love it. The soundtrack's great. One of the one of the best songs to come out of Disney in a long time is that Shakira song, "Try Everything." Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, I I don't know why it doesn't get more play. Who knows? I I'm hoping that eventually we'll see a Zootopia too. But who knows? Yeah, you know but what I mean? you know, but even like Inside Out. I mean, come yeah, on, yeah, man. I mean, there's not, there's not, uh, it's like they're not giving these, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think I, I got to scratch my head at what Disney does. Like, wh- what direction are you going here? What what are you doing? You know, um, so I don't know. Well, it seems like such an easy answer, too. It seems like it's kind of a no-brainer whenever you're thinking about Animal Kingdom. And you look at, like, Mike's favorite land, Dino Land, mm-hmm. and you're <laughs> like, you know, what are you you have a whole area and the size of that park, you could fit it in and just hide it with trees and stuff. It doesn't have to be a large area, but then think about the backdrops they used to use at Hollywood studios with going, you know, uh, uh, with the skyline of, of, of New York, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, they could use something like that with forced perspective to where you feel like you're in a big city. You have those sounds, you have all that. And then in the windows, you have the either animatronics or the holographs or, you know, have that projection technology to where it looks like, you know, uh, one of the rabbits is up there cooking dinner, and you see all the other little bunnies jumping mm-hmm. around. And, you know, it looks like you're in Zootopia, and you get that soundtrack playing with it and stuff like that. So it's, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. I've always wondered why it hasn't, but obviously they know something I don't, you well, know. Can I ask you, uh, honestly, a legitimate question? Uh, instead of doing a dark ride, do you think you would get more of an effect in a augmented reality ride? 
Maybe, yeah. I mean, because you could thing, actually incorporate the like the the, the actual three D graphics in there. Uh, 3D I actually models. wouldn't mind seeing them doing something like Flight of Passage, even with it. I mean, think about what okay. all they could do with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the technology's there, right. and that doesn't take up any space. Right. I mean, other than just the theater itself, you're not mm-hmm. talking about a massive amount of space taken up. So, I mean, they could put that pretty much anywhere and then use that similar technology. And, I mean, it could be even be to the fact of you start on a motorcycle. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, you're, you're on Judy Hopps, like, motorcycle for where she's a police officer. You know, and then you pick up Nick Wilde and, and you're going through the streets and then going through, you know, the desert, going through the, you know, and you get all those smells, kind of like bringing the Soren feel, too, where you're getting mm-hmm. the smells as you go through. You go through the jungle and it gets humid all of a sudden. You know, pipe, pipe in some heat in there and a little, you know, stuff like that. So... I just think they could do a lot with that, um, with that movie and with those characters. I think those characters are deep and rich, and I, I just don't think they use them enough. I think that's fantastic, man. I think it's a must. Um, and I honestly think we're going to see something, well, I don't know, maybe not. Because it does cost a lot of money to put these attractions in. Um, but I think it's a great idea, man. I really do. That's a fantastic idea, and, and that's, you hit the nail on the head with that. I know it would be a must-do for us every time we went. I mean, that mm-hmm. would even be like a... Like, you're talking about adding things, because, look, let's be honest, as cool as Avatar is, is it relative to Riley? Or, right. to you know what I mean? Like, right. she hasn't seen it. She doesn't have a clue what Avatar is. She likes the, the premise of it. She loves the beauty of the land and, like, going in there and the smells and the sights and the sounds and, and all that kind of stuff. But it's not relative to her generation. Now, it will be after we get the next three films, you know, I've coming never out. never seen Avatar. Really? No. I've seen it and I don't like it, but I like the I ride. No, I like listen, the area. I have no desire to sit and watch it, guys. I'll be honest I'm with not, you. I'm not a massive fan. I think that it's a pretty movie. Wow, mm-hmm. what a what a what a deep <laughs> buddy. Get ready for a deep thought. Here it comes. It's okay. a pretty movie. Um, <laughs> Visually it's a, appealing. It's, yeah, thanks. Yeah, right. <laughs> making me <laughs> you making me look better than I am. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I it's okay. Uh, I just think that they kind of. I, like I said, I love Pandora. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cool area. But I just, with Animal Kingdom, man, they could they could do so much with Zootopia. So that is my imagineering of an attraction. Love it. I absolutely love it, man. I really do. Very cool. Mike, yeah, and, and Animal Kingdom wasn't where I thought I would have went. And, you know, Jason was, takes a lot of guts to put something in Magic Kingdom because it's like a sacred ground putting in there. But It is. A, I know was, it uh, is. But you know what? Tink, Tink is royalty, though. No, no. You hit, yes, you went with yeah. the right person. So you yep. can't, right. uh, can't okay. go wrong with Tinkerbell and Magic Kingdom. So I give you credit on that. I'm actually going to go to a place that's been getting a lot of love. And I was a little nervous about putting an upgrade in there and adding a ride because they're getting so much stuff. And I'm going to go with a new ride at Hollywood Studios. Now, as much as I'd like to, you know, design a Star Wars ride, that would be my ideal thing to do. I obviously will leave that up to the Imagineers because that's all in the works now. And I'm excited to see what they're going to come out with. And I'm sure it's going to be some amazing new technology that comes out with all of their rides. But I think that there are certain characters that need a nod in the Disney World uh, you know, within the four parks. And they get a little bit of a nod on all the rides, but I think we should have a ride dedicated to just the villains. And I think Hollywood Studios oh, would be the yes. best place to put it. And I would want, I would want to, I would have a new technology in mind. And I don't even know if it's feasible, but it's something that I think that they could put together. I want a car like the Figment car, something similar to that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that type of ride vehicle. But instead of just being a red shell, you know, piece of plastic that you're driving around in, I want that to be an actual screen. And I want that ride vehicle to change as you go from scene to scene. So, And I want this villain's ride to be 
not the villains in a bad light. I want the villains to be their side of the story. You know, you, you always you always hear the story of how, you know, Gaston's this, this bad guy. But I want him to be sort of the good bad guy in this. And I want you to go through all different famous Disney movies. So you'll have Gaston, you'll have Scar, you'll have Maleficent, you'll have, you know, Jafar and Ursula. And you can go through all different scenes going through this car. And as you go through different scenes, your car will transform, uh, you know, uh, on the screen type to be to fit the scene that you're in instead of just in a, instead of a plastic molded ride and have that interaction like you were saying so each character who that that's based upon is going to have that talk and t- talk and crush uh, technology and that that monsters incorporated technology so they can talk to you but not only are they going to know that but they're going to know you because you have the magic band the RFIDs and we've seen it before coming out of you know uh, out of small world they know who you are so I think it would be really really cool to have you know Gaston call you out by name and say hey Mike and Laura you know and and have that you know that voiceover come out and have him call you out so to speak as you go through the ride so I definitely would like to see a nod to the my favorite people in disney the villains oh i love that man yeah are you looking at Anna? you said it was going to be screen technology no i want i want the characters and the scenes almost similar to the movie ride when you talk about how you have mm-hmm. the scenes. Oh, so like, you want straight up animatronic then straight up animatronics sweet. but i want the sweet, animatronics sweet, sweet. to be the same type of animatronics from uh from frozen you know that that type yeah. of technology okay, but i want them to be sure. able to interact with you i want them to have that um you know that 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 one-to-one interaction with the people that are on the ride. Even if you have ten people on a ride, let them call out a couple of people. You know, they 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 call you out in the Star Wars ride. You know, who's the rebel spy? And mm-hmm. you know, in and even in Small World, you know, they, they give you a little nod as you're leaving. So the technology's there. I, I think it would be fantastic for them to do that. Um, the, the car technology would be the newest thing. You know, if you kind of made that into a screen and had that bride vehicle change to match your environment that you're in, I think that would be pretty cool. And uh, I think Hollywood Studios would be a good place for that. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm -hmm. Give me your top five villains you would want to see in the attraction. Well, I kind of said them. Well, Gaston would have to be one because he's he's, he's one favorite. of my, my favorite. Um, Scar is definitely the villain of all villains. I mean, there's no, there's, that's always the, you know, he's the worst. Maleficent, you know, she gets quite mm-hmm. a nod. Jafar, he's always been an amazing character. And Ursula. I like it. Scar is the worst I just despise that that character. <laughs> I think the only other worst villain, but I wouldn't put him in a ride, would be the hunter from Bambi. That's probably the only other worst villain. Oh, that's out pretty there. good. Do you consider him a villain though? No, because I'm a hunter. Yeah, it's, it's like, huh? Uh, what I would say is probably um, uh, Shadow Man is a really good villain too. Mm. Here's the cool part about your attraction and something I love is the fact that it is. You would be moving from scene to scene, and all those scenes could be completely different. Like, think about mm-hmm. going into, like, under the sea, you know, then you're, like, be in the scene with the be prepared, you know, you know? Yep. Uh, dude, that's a, yeah. And I'm telling you, people love the villains. Look at the Halloween party every year. People flock to it to see the villains. That's the only love they get. I love the idea of, uh, like, if, if, you know, Sammy or or Rai, you know, my boys were in there, and and, and all of a sudden Gaston goes, where's Parker? Parker, where are you at? Happy birthday, buddy. You know what I mean? To actually be able to call. I love that because that brings such a, uh, come on, man. You're going to make, to be able to do that and and be able to call on people like that, I love love that direction that it goes. For sure. You know what would be perfect for your attraction, too? 
is a restaurant. Think about if they did like our story restaurant mm-hmm. and then it's a character meet and greet dining with only the villains and inside there's screens, but on the screens, instead of showing the movies, they show, they reanimate some of the scenes and they show it from the villain's perspective of like how evil Snow White is right? or how terrible the beast is, you know, things like that. And so you're seeing these movies, these iconic movies that you've loved your entire life, but you're seeing them in a completely like turned around, flipped 180 uh, back onto the, you know, the, the supposed hero. But in, in your story, of course, the hero is Gaston. The hero so our, is Ursula. Our kids are going to just be walking around Disney World like, I'm so confused. <laughs> Am I supposed to like you or not like you? I, I don't know. Well, how, you know, how many people, when they first saw Star Wars, Darth Vader was always the bad guy. Now, Darth Vader is one of the favorite characters. I mean, he was always right, yeah. he was the evil villain, and he's a, he's a fan favorite now. You know, Kylo Ren. Yeah, and what, a, is that, what is that called? There's, there's a term for that where it's like you're rooting for the villain. The, the, oh, the, but what's the Stockholm? That's when you're a hostage, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's different. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know the term, but yeah, dude, I, I absolutely love that. I think here's the cool part about Disney and having Disney fandom is at any point in your day, you can take ten mm-hmm. or fifteen minutes and lose yourself, right? Thinking about what you would do to the parks. Thinking about how you would change something. I just, I love that. And that's why I love topics like this. You know, they're fun, they're imaginative, they make you think, and they're just, it's something that I think everyone can get on board with. Do you think as much as we love the villain side of the story, Disney would ever go that route to, to kind of alter their stories that they have marketed so well? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, but it's, but like you see it at Mickey's Not So Scary kind of. You know, you see the villains play out to where they're, you know, they're the heroes that, that night. Right. You know, like, they are they are the front and center. Like, it's their night at Mickey's Not So Scary. So, so I'm going to throw this out there for everybody, okay? This fall, I'm going to propose a competition, all right? We're going to have the Disney dads against two other guests. And what we're going to do is us three are going to design a ride from top to bottom for 15-minute time limit to be able to queue, ride, and everything. And two of our Disney dad's families are going to uh, come up with their own ride, and we're going to go head-to-head. And Because I, I want to see, see what kind of imagination the, the rest of the world has out there. I love it. It's a great idea. I think I between us three, I mean, you guys are a lot smarter than I am, so it's going to be a really good ride. Mike, take the cue. Jason, take the attraction. I'll design the restrooms, and we're set. <laughs> design the restrooms. Hey, Tangle's got some pretty nice bathrooms. <laughs> they got nice, yeah. Yeah, they got really nice bathrooms. That's one of my biggest pet peeves at Disney. I'll be honest with you guys. I think you guys did a great job. I had a lot of fun listening to your attractions and rides. And if anything, you know, they just plant seeds for letting our imaginations go, you know, because, I mean, I'm listening to Mike's or I'm listening to, you know, the whole time that, you know, Justin, you're talking, you know, I kept going to like the Ratatouille ride where it's just like it transports you inside the, you know, inside the vents where you're kind of, you know, you're actually the rat. Um, so it allowed me to, to dream a little bit. But before we move on with our trivia question and picks of the weeks, guys, we need to take a small break. Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise sailing July the 17th, 2019 with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait 
to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. Trivia question. In Disney's animated feature Hercules, where was Hercules born? Mike, I'm going to you first. Was it Athens? Mount, Mount Olympus, right? Mount Olympus. That's all right, yeah. Mike. I was right there with you, buddy. Well, isn't Mount Olympus in Athens? I'm kind of no, right, aren't I? No, 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 no. It's on that side of the world. Is listen, Mount Olympus is Italian, is it not? Mount Olympus is is a cloud. It's in it's in a cloud. <laughs> yeah, but you got to take the mountain to get up there. I don't it's know. Old, now you're getting deep, right? Now, you, now you're making it? me think. I'm, now, I'm, look, let's just let's just go with Mount Olympus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, for you guys that texted in, um, wow, thank you so much. Uh, I we got a whole bunch of people that are a lot smarter than myself. <laughs> so, and you guys can be my partner on our on our trivia game. So, um, anyways, next question. What Disney animated character is a tubby little cubby all stuffed with fluff? It's messed up, dude. I you shouldn't be talking name. about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not Justin. What Disney animated character is a tubby little cubby all stuffed with fluff? And you can text your answers to 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. And while you're doing that, Make sure to text us and give us some of your ideas, too, of what you would add to maybe some of our attractions or what you would like to see in the parks. You know, we were talking about some amazing additions to the parks, but one of my favorite amazing additions is your guys' pictures on our Facebook group. And that brings us to the Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. So listen, being that Jason got to go first today in the ride pick, I'm going to say, Justin, you get to go first for your picture of the week. Yay! I'm so excited. I tell you what, and I've got a great one this week with Michaela Cullen Altenhofen. Uh, She put up a picture of her daughter, and she said the first time she laid eyes on Mickey Mouse at the morning opening of the Magic Kingdom show, uh, she stood there and waved at him for the whole show. She just melted my heart. Well, she's melting our hearts, too. What an amazing picture. And if that is not Disney magic in the eyes of a child, I don't know what is. I love that picture. So, Michaela, thank you so much for posting. Thanks for being an amazing part of our Disney family. I absolutely love, love, love that picture. Jason, you're up. My turn, huh? Um, well, I'm going to go back with our throwback picture. And I know Dan Rossi got a lot of love, but did you guys see? But since this is like just mirrors my my attraction, I think it was a perfect fit. It was meant to be, and that was uh, Dan Dan and Jen Rossi's picture of their son, and uh, it's the magic shot with Tinkerbell in his hands. Did you guys see that one? Saw it, great one, fantastic, yeah, great picture, fantastic. And he played it. He rocked it, man. I mean, it was a it was a believable pick. So, anyways, I choose that for my pick of the week. Very cool. Like and I pick. You don't, you can do your all your honorable mentions when I'm done. I got I got a great pick for no, the that's week. All right. Go ahead, man. Go that's ahead. all right. My pick is Joey Fields. And Joey Fields is a picture of him and his family on Main Street and he says, How do you spend the first day of the last year of your thirties at a place that makes you feel young with your favorite people? And that place certainly makes me feel young when I'm there. And uh it was the first day of a seven day trip. It's a lot of fun. We're looking forward to seeing more pictures. You know, if you throw a couple more out there, we'd love to see him. You know, we love the vacation pictures and uh Joey Fields, you're my pick of the week. Yep, good one. Yep. Love that one. He uh, he posted a picture of his son uh, with uh, when he sees Mickey and Pluto, and he's just got this elated look of joy on his face. What an awesome picture! 
Uh, All right, Jason. Hey, hey, Mike. Let's take a uh, ten minute break. You and I. We'll be back, Jason. You go ahead and get started uh, with your your honorable mentions. And we'll just, <laughs> no, we'll be listen. Back ten minutes. Come on, man. You guys give me. Listen. Obviously, I love the guys, the group a little bit more than you two do. So don't shame me for that, okay? Um, have you guys seen those bath bombs? That did you see the video of that one? They had. I did. Yeah, it, I did see that. And it has like the little Mickey's that the are Mickey's? coming out of yeah. it. My I house don't know, man. I'm not really a bath things. person, but I'm kind of like. I kind of like it. Well, that. listen, I think we all know a little secret that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pull the curtains back. <laughs> I've never met a man in my life that takes more baths than Justin. <laughs> this man shows up for the show every week with wet hair because <laughs> he has to take a pre show bath. <laughs> Look, it's all about relaxing. Huh? <laughs> Man, everyone, it took a year, but everybody's getting to know me now. Uh, I enjoy soaking in a nice tub. <laughs> yep, yep, you sure do. <laughs> you sure do. Anyway, yep. have the pictures so, to anyway so I did see the bath bombs because I've already ordered some. So, did yes, you? I'm ready. Did you order? No, but I need to. Have, well, you, you, ever, need to have you ever gone into that basin store? No, Katie won't let me. I'll spend too much money. Oh, I love oh, that place. I can't, I can't stand more than five minutes in that place. My head. smell. Oh my god! It's, it's wait, wait, awful. wait. Where was this magical store at? What is this? It's at Disney Springs. Disney Springs. It's right. Yeah, it's, it's right by the marketplace. Next to the glass place. Yeah, it's by the marketplace. Yeah. By the Erebus store. Yep. Okay. Is it just like bath, bath, and perfumes and stuff like that? Or? Yeah. yeah, it's like bath. It's like soaps and bath bombs and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Bubble baths and all sure. that. My kids, nice, my man. kids could spend hours in there mixing all of the stuff. Listen, and I'm like, let me go ugh. ahead. And, let me go. Ahead let me go and tell you something. When you guys come to Charleston, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run, run you each night's bath, and you, before you know it, everybody will be taking pre-show baths. All right? Never. Um, Mike, let's, I, I'll let's tell you. Let's close this thing up, man. This thing's in a downward spiral. Quick. <laughs> Thank God, there's no bathtubs on the cruise, are there? Oh, there are. Oh, that's why I love Disney Cruise Line because they have those amazing bathtubs, unlike most of the cruise lines. And the one great thing is I'm going to have four days to soak in my amazing bathtub on the Disney Dads podcast cruise coming up July 17, 2019. It's a four-night sailing with two stops at Castaway Key. And after laying in the sand all day, getting your feet all sandy, getting the sweat going as you're sitting there enjoying a nice drink, you're going to need a nice bath too, guys. But here's the thing. To book, you got to get a hold of us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com. So many amazing, amazing things planned for this cruise. We've had over 20 people... 20 state, not 20 people, 20 staterooms booked this cruise. So we're going to have a lot of Disney Dads family joining us. It's going to be so much fun. So make sure to get a hold of us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com and we will get you that quote right away and get you sailing on the beautiful Disney dream with us next July. It'll be here before you know it. You oh, will, it's flying guys. up. It's it will. flying up. And we'll be, hey, here's the cool part we were talking about before the show, too, is, hey, we're going to be in the parks for three or four days before, mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. even if you can't make the cruise, come down to Disney for, before that and come uh, come hang out with us. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, I know quite a few locals that are going to be uh, taking part in the meetups before we go on the cruise. And, uh, you know, if you can't make the cruise, we'd certainly love to see you in the parks as well. Yep. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Definitely. Take me home, Mike. Take me home. Listen, guys, it was a it was a great night tonight. I got to clear my head a little bit, do a little imagineering. I uh, got to you know get a little creative with what I wanted to do with my end of the park. You guys had some fantastic ideas with yours. Uh, as always, guys, thanks for spending time with me and our Disney Dads families. Thanks for spending time with us. You know, you guys mean the world to us. Jason, closing words. 
Yeah, yeah, here. And I'm gonna, I'm going to address it to my son, my youngest son Bennett, um, cuz he listens to the show, right? And um, you know, my Disney dad's family knows I love him. So, but this guy right here lately, uh he's my little curious guy and and uh dad's been kind of hard on him. And I guess all dads have that moment where you're kind of hard on your it seems like you're just really like on them all the time, you know? Um so Bennett, this one's for you, pal. I was the curious kid just like you were. And uh that's what makes you incredibly special, pal. And I just want you to know that I love you with my whole heart, buddy. And I know you're sitting in the vehicle right now riding with mom. And I'm going to tell you something. There is something so special about you that it just absolutely melts my heart. So you just keep being you and just know that dad's still going to chew out once in a while. But you are still, <laughs> you are just, you are, you're an incredible little boy. And don't you ever forget that. Okay, buddy? Hey, great words. Can't I don't think you could have spoken in any better, buddy. That's really, really nice. Hey, guys, I've really enjoyed your time tonight. I've had a lot of fun. And, uh, hey, till next time, till next week, I'll be looking forward to uh, doing this, uh, this crazy thing all over again. It was fun, guys. Good night. Sounds good, guys. Good night. Night, fellas. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.